0: Welcome back to Season 1 of the Radio Rayburn Podcast. In this episode, we kick it off with an interview from Ben Vetter's, Assistant Project Manager at the Auburn University Football Performance Center Project, as we talk about his experience in RGC's internship program and his transition to a full-time team member. We'll also talk with Shay Odom in Shay's corner to discuss the November project leadership meeting and talk about our new mentorship program, Project Engage. We'll finish out this episode with some company news, highlighting birthdays, work anniversaries, celebrating a couple new hires, and keeping you up to date with some company events that are just around the corner as we prepare for the end of 2021. Enjoy. Well, ben welcome to the radio rayburn podcast excited to have you with us today and you've had the opportunity to be here since may of 2019 where we started out as an intern and now you have the opportunity to serve as the assistant project manager at the auburn football um, complex a job that gets a lot of attention across the community and, and really across the southeast and want to start with that and, and just give us an update on how the job's doing where you're at and, and um, what are y'all looking forward to in the next couple months
1: yeah so the project like you said au football it's, it's really a performance center for the team they're going to really run their operations and practices and everything in this facility project started in march of this year and we're looking to finish it up um, next fall so fall of 2022 so far we've you know erected fully erected the indoor practice facility which is a pre-engineered metal building as well as the majority of our conventional steel that's the operations building. On Monday, we actually started precast direction, so that was a big milestone for us to start getting some skin on the building. Um, over these next couple months, we're looking at you know really starting the dry in process of the building and working on the exterior skin, so we'll have a um, precast going for the next couple weeks, and then we'll get into some um, weather barrier and start brick later on and Starting to work towards getting this thing dried in.
0: I love your story because you know, like I mentioned earlier, you joined us in May of 2019 as as an intern and really helped us kickstart the internship program. Um, you graduated from Auburn with a with a business degree, and we kind of just threw you into the fire at the office, working alongside Jr. and Shay and Stephen Green and um With a focus on operations, and then your role developed, and you did also wore a lot of different hats and did a very good job at that. So, would like to kind of take a step back and and go back into May of 2019, and you, just your initial thoughts on the the industry. Um, take us
1: take yeah, us there. You know, it was I feel like it's a unique, a little bit of a unique story and path the way I came into this industry. My parents were both in the industry, so I had a little bit of knowledge about it, and really the, the main thing that drew me to it was the people um, and just the way that everybody approached their job and their day. Um, I thought it was an industry that would fit my personality well um, and that I could bring a little bit of a unique value to the industry. So that's kind of where I started um, was, like you said, in QAQC and just kind of helping out on the operations side of things and the admin admin side of things. Uh, I thought it was a unique opportunity, and it was ended up being a great chance for me to get my feet wet in this industry. And I've learned a lot since then, for sure. Um, worn some unique hats and and done some unique things that I don't think everybody has an opportunity to. So I think it really worked out for me, and I think it kind of opened up my eyes and Rayburn's eyes to, you know, what a different just path could be for somebody to be successful in this industry.
0: With the opportunity to wear many hats that you did in in that role while you were an intern, what was one of your maybe favorite projects that you had the opportunity to work on?
1: Yeah, so two of my favorite projects I would say that I learned the most from would be um, I had the opportunity to help build the training center, as we call it, on Procore, which is our project management software, Um, and then as well as build a Power BI health dashboard for just uh, the high level executives to be able to see like the health of a project at any point in time um those two projects were unique to me and and really helped me learn time management and just how to tackle something big like that and break it down and plan to chase knock things out slowly um, until you reach your end goal and it was really unique because it helped me being a business guy to learn about the construction industry and the way that we have to tackle something huge and turn it into something small that we can you know actually successfully complete those tasks and it's kind of i look at it a lot now like a schedule you know we have have to make this big complex schedule for our projects and that was something that i kind of did for those projects without knowing it was just breaking down the big project into smaller chunks when you were coming to auburn
0: your freshman year did you think that you would be working at a company like rayburn and in the construction industry
1: Absolutely not. You know, I really didn't see that come to fruition. But, you know, I think one thing that I did know was that I wanted to build relationships and, and that I knew the power and value of relationships. And so that's really what brought me to Raven was a relationship that I had with Stephen Green. And I think it worked out well. It wasn't something that I was planning on doing. Um I really didn't have much direction. I just knew that I wanted to do something in business. Um and I really thought at the time that just like everybody else, I wanted to do something on my own, you know, and I think that coming to Rayburn has taught me that you can be a very valuable and important part of something without being the owner. So I think that's been a great thing for me to learn early.
0: With your move after graduation to an assistant project manager at the football um, job, I mean how how has it been? I mean, we're we love to tell our listeners also, you know that, that it's a big, transition from from college um, and now to the professional world and, and now in construction for you is something that you didn't even think about doing when you first came to auburn um, for school so how has that transition been for you
1: you know that transition's been really good i think the biggest thing that's helped me and make that transition is the people around me early on i learned that you know this industry it's it really about the people i think we all know that but that's you know Apple may provide a product like an iPhone, and what we provide is people that get things done and build buildings. Um, so I think that was the biggest help for me making the transition was being surrounded by good people that helped me learn and come on board and and swap over roles, like you said. Tell us, you, you spent uh, multiple semesters as part of the
0: internship program. Um, that's been uh, great for us over the past couple of years. Just tell us about your experience and being able to maybe meet different people, right, from, from different universities. And um, and then, you know, we have the action items and the goals and performance reviews and then the final presentations. And we try to mix in some team building events here and there. But just would love for you to tell our audience, maybe they're, maybe they're just starting college. Uh, maybe they're a freshman or a junior or a senior. Just tell
1: us about that experience uh,
0: for you in that program.
1: Yeah, I think it was a great experience. I think that it's very it's very structured, but that really helped me to realize what you're coming into in the real world. And when you get a real job, you know you're gonna have structure. You're gonna have deadlines, you have to meet things you have to turn in uh, and things you have to be responsible for. So I think just having that um, simple task of having to turn in your action items uh, and get those written down on paper and turn those into your manager and reviewing those with your manager, just simple stuff like that really teaches you um, about accountability and, and the way that you're going to have to operate once you do go full-time with a company. I think as far as the internships, one of the biggest takeaways I had from it was just to make yourself available. You know, I kind of have always operated under the impression that you know, the best ability is availability, and it seemed to carry me well throughout my um, professional experience, but I think that that's the biggest thing that I took away from it was just if you make yourself available in the Rayburn internship program, they're going to find something for you where you can bring them value, which is what you know really you and Rayburn are looking for. Now that
0: you have spent a couple months now as full-time employee at, at Rayburn, full-time team member at Rayburn, what would you maybe tell the next group of interns that are that are currently in the program now that we have each semester? or maybe they're thinking about doing an internship and in early in their in their college career. If you could look back and think about that experience, anything maybe you do differently or maybe also some things you did well that you would pass along to, to the next group.
1: You know, I would definitely tell them to just be observant and just pay attention to what's going on around you. You can learn a ton from just being observant of what's happening around you, whether that's what people are doing, um, what processes we're using, reading. I think reading was one of the things I did well um, when I started, like you said, we were working in the administrative side and I was working with JR on the QAQC QC side. And so one of the big things that I did was just read spec books. And for me being a business guy, that was really the perfect thing that I could have been thrown into because it really taught me to just slow down and pay attention um, and also gained a lot of construction knowledge from those spec books. So I think reading would be one of the biggest things. You know, If you feel like you don't have a ton of work to do just find something to read, and, and at least that way you're improving, and then can help Rayburn with what you're learning from that reading. Um, and then as well, just like I said, be available. You know, if you make yourself available, they're going to find something for you to do. As far as maybe a failure from my time at the internship program, I would think I would say that maybe just I took a little bit for granted what the PM side of things looked like, thinking that you know, I could just stay in my lane, I guess, per se, of the administration side. And, and then once I did have the opportunity to go over to the PM side, I had to really catch up on a few things that I may could have gotten ahead on earlier. So I would say to just keep your options in your mind open when you're in the program. You never know what position you may get, end up in. So just be open to anything and, and kind of. I think one thing that I did well was touch a lot of things. So I think that would be. Um, the best thing I could propose for a new intern to do would just be willing to touch whatever you can and get familiar with whatever you can. I think that's some really good advice with With the program we try to structure it to get
0: people experiences in multiple areas of the business so whether it's field ops or management or, um, or an estimate working with our pre-construction team seeing all aspects of the business so where at the end of the day we get lucky to bring on someone like you, or maybe they're going somewhere else, right? To to work for another great general contractor or construction business. Hopefully they're better in the industry. Hopefully a question from Rayburn that maybe they got exposed to pre construction that they never thought they would learn anything from and, and now they're applying it to help better industry. So um
1: Yeah, you know, I would I would say that everything that I've learned has helped me at some point, whether that be how to work a copier or submit a submittal. No matter what it is, I would say that I'm glad that I spent that time to learn those things when I had the opportunity and wasn't full time. So just like you said, I think just touching every aspect that you can of the business and the industry, it really will help you in the long run, even if you think you know exactly what you want to do. Mm
0: We've talked a little bit about uh, professional goals just throughout the years and what you want to do with your career, but we'll, we'll love to maybe explore maybe the personal side, um, some personal goals that you have. Maybe you've had some personal goals since you were a kid um, that, that you're still working to obtain, but tell us a little about that. I would love to hear your story about that and maybe where you are today with those.
1: Yeah, you know, a couple personal goals for me um, would be one, to be a homeowner. I've always just wanted to be a homeowner and had an interest in real estate and investment. I, I think that for some reason, I enjoy being able to find, find value in things. And even if that's something like an investment, I've always enjoyed that. So being a homeowner is something that's on my list uh, as a big goal for me personally coming up in the future.
0: When you were growing up, and, and this is always a great question that I try to ask everybody, yeah. Were there any dreams when you were a kid, you know, is it to play professional sports or to um, I don't know what it might be, but that's a that's a popular answer. But for yeah. you, what what was it when, when you were a kid? What did you love to do? and What do you still love to do now?
1: I mean, just like anybody else. And I think the majority of the people that are working at Rayburn, you know, I played sports as a kid, so I could definitely go with that answer. My cousin actually played in the MLB. Uh, for the Kansas City Royals so you know when I was little of course I wanted to be a major league baseball player but as I got older and even when I was little I really always kind of had a passion like I said for finding value Um, and so not just business but just being able to find value in things was always a passion for me as a kid and something that I look to be able to do in the future um, and in my professional career so that was a dream for me was really to just figure out where I could provide the most value in my life on um, somebody that maybe is a little bit different in that aspect of I didn't have a specific dream. I just knew that it was, I wanted to be as valuable as I could in the future. It's
0: interesting as we had the opportunity to talk to different people within the company on the podcast to hear their story of how they came to construction. And, and yours is a little bit unique, right? It might be the john strickland junior on the superintendent route who grew up playing with with trucks right and and bulldozers and 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 understanding at a young age that's what he wanted to do but you you're a little different uh you came in here didn't know what you want to do in college and, and found a niche in construction and took advantage of it so you say all the right words with the accountability the, the availability but you also took advantage of an opportunity and i would say that's been a big plus for you um because maybe again you didn't want to choose construction but you whatever you were doing it was always 110 percent and and now you've gotten a great opportunity um
1: yeah you know if you were to ask me why construction I would not tell you that I thought I would be here like I said and I really never saw myself in construction but like I said I played a lot of sports as a kid and the one thing I knew about construction was it was about a team you know and it's really a team game and that's how you're going to be successful and Growing up, I always loved being a part of a team and found that when you were successful as a part of a team, it was really more rewarding than when you were successful individually. So that's something that really drew me to Rayburn and to this industry. Um, But also, as well, you know, people always told me growing up, including my parents, um, find something you love and then go do that, you know. And for me, it never really worked out that way. And I kind of always looked at it more of, you know, like, what seemed to work for me was finding people that I like loved or liked doing stuff with, and that they would really make whatever I was doing fun and enjoyable. Um, and I, I still feel the same way about construction. I think that you know I could be sitting in a room with people that I really enjoy and we could be no TV on doing nothing. I could have a good time. And that's the way I feel sometimes at work here um, and in this industry. It's even if you're doing something difficult, as long as you're doing it with a group of people that you really enjoy, you're going to have a good time and it's going to be a lot better than the alternate alternative.
0: You know our quarter four success factor um, is this one is build RGC people and we you know we make sure we hit our bookends with drive for results in the first quarter and build RGC people in the in quarter four and while maybe you're not leading a project team at this time I think there's different ways t- ways to build people and I'll just praise you here for a second but you can also build people by leading by example and and uh, working hard 100% showing up on time, showing up early, maybe staying late um, as an intern. And I think that's a big deal. And so I want to commend you for that. And thank you for your investment in the Rayburn um, and, and what you mean to the company. So that, that that's a big deal to us. And you know, You've only been out uh, working professionally in the, in the industry for several months now, but what do you what do you see successful people do in our industry? Um, what what yeah. are some things that that really stick out to you that you're like mm, that person does a great job? I want to maybe take that and use that for me, but also this is what also helps the job get done and 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 to stay on schedule and and to be under
1: budget. Yeah, so I mean, to me, when we're talking about successful people, we got to make sure that we're just looking at people being successful and not your position, but just, are you successful in what you're doing? And from my short time in project management, and then just my time at Rayburn as a whole, what I've found to kind of be the common denominator is, you know, is somebody bought into what they're doing? Because, you know, I see a field engineer out in the field that may be extremely successful, um, and then another guy right next to him that may not be, and usually the difference is which guys bought into what they're doing no matter if you're writing a million dollar scope or laying out a building you know if you're bought in you're probably going to be more successful than the person next to you um so that would be the main thing and then besides that it's just you know learning how to work with others And like we said this being a team industry is just big if you can't work well with others you're really going to struggle to be successful in this industry you know the people that really succeed seem to be very good at taking a lot of small good things and making them into one big great thing um, and you can't do that without working well with others so I think that's another key.
0: As we've closed out with, with the podcast we've also we, we've taken the opportunity to maybe have an open-ended uh, segment of the, of the podcast and uh, maybe there were some things that you thought about when you were um, and answer some questions I sent over to you or maybe just something that has come to your head um, over these past couple of minutes. But just want to give you the opportunity to to share. Um, it, it it could be anything on your end. But we'll, we'll open up to you.
1: OK, um, I'll say that the biggest thing that I was thinking of while we were just talking is just the lessons that I've learned over this period um, of working for Rayburn. And I think one of the biggest ones I've had to learn is just to take things slow and and realize that you can't do everything yourself. Um, And I think that once I realized that it really pushed me to work better with others and and help delegate more things to others. And I feel like I've gotten a lot more done since I've learned that I can't do it all, which is kind of seems backwards. Right. But I really haven't found that to be the case. Um, And then as well, just, you know, it took me a while to learn this, but you can't overreact to a problem. There's going to be problems and, you know, we're not getting paid for every day being sunshine and rainbows. So it, it it really took me a minute to learn, but you know, if you think you got a problem, just step back from it and, and take a deep breath because it could probably be worse. So I think those are some of the biggest lessons that I've learned and something that I was thinking about during this podcast was just, you know, what if the biggest takeaways been for me? And I would say the biggest one probably is that, you know, if you think you got a problem, it could probably be worse.
0: As we close up here, you've said a lot of good phrases and words and, and I just kind of want to highlight those and and then we'll close out but it's relationships it's all about the people it's accountability it's making yourself available it's digging into spec books maybe when you're a little bit slow understanding the business more keeping your options open you look you want to be a homeowner one day right you like that investment side um, you hit on a couple times the team versus the individual it's the it's the 100 buy-in um, I appreciate you taking the time uh to to speak with us today it's been a great great podcast um thank you for what you've done since may of 2019 as an intern and now what you're doing as as an APM uh, full-time at raven on the on the football project so um ben appreciate you thanks for what you do
1: yes sir thank you and i want to thank my team members out at au football uh it's been an awesome six months working with you guys and i look forward to finishing this thing off
2: Everybody, I'm glad to be back and review what we learned at the project leadership meeting this month in November. First, I wanted to remind everybody that before subcontracts or fast start letters can be issued to subcontractors, we have to make sure that they are properly pre-qualified. Christy Music is the point of contact for this and it begins in the pre-con. Department, but once we start getting best and final offers from our subcontractors, operations does get involved. And I just wanted to remind everybody to make sure that when you're writing those subcontract Schedule A's and sending them to your ops admin, whether that's Christy or Jill, one of your first steps should be to check and see if they've been pre-qualified, if they need to be pre-qualified, and if they're not, what's missing. During the pre-qualification process, it's a good time for all of us to check on whether their compliant insurance is available to us or if they're actually an existing entity with the state. So please make sure not to skip this step. Another reminder that was given was that we are not anymore using short form subcontracts as a method of protecting the business. We've stopped using those going forward. So they will continue to be issued for projects that are finishing up right now, but moving forward, no more short form subcontracts. And then the last thing I wanted to remind everybody is we've had some really good feedback and lessons learned discussions at these project leadership meetings. So please make sure to send your lesson learned with your project leaders to the meetings if you have any that you'd like to share with us. And project leaders, make sure that you're teaching your project teams all of the information that we're going over in these project leadership meetings. Remember, we've got to train them and teach them all of the stuff that we're do- talking about so that communication continues. With that, I'll just wish everybody a Happy Thanksgiving, and we'll see you back at the beginning of December.
0: At the November Project Leadership Meeting, we released the new Mentorship Program, or Project ENGAGE. David Nalling, Superintendent at the Crossings at North River Project, led this effort. And we put together five key points the, the, the purpose of the program, which was one to serve and lead others two, to create a sense of belonging, purpose and engagement across RGC, to foster employee and organizational growth, to increase employee retention and to help new team members adapt to their job and the RGC culture. Thank you, David, for your leadership. And we look forward to the results that this new initiative will carry. Celebrating some November work anniversaries, we start with Brett Byrd and Zach Spraggins for one year at RGC. Stuart K two years. Stuart Gray, three years. Joseph Humber, four years. Luis Caldero, six years. And Drew Brown, 12 years at RGC. December birthdays as we look ahead. J.R. Allen and Robert Carroll celebrate their birthdays on December 4th. Caleb Cantor and Chrissy Music on December 11th, Carlos Mendez 12:18, Will McMurray December 20th, and Clint Akers and Brandon Pritchett, December 23rd. Over the last month, we have welcomed two new team members to RGC: Justin Sartain, a field manager from Texas A&M, who'll be working on the Ruckus 3.0 project in Austin, Texas, and Travis Rayburn, field manager who will graduate from the Auburn Building Science Program in December. Congratulations to the Sin Richmond team in Richmond, Virginia, as they have their Topping Out celebration planned for December 2nd. Great job and congratulations all. Our Christmas parties are just around the corner. We'll have one in Birmingham on December 10th and one in Auburn on December 17th. Look forward to seeing you there, celebrating a great year and the holiday season. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Radio Rayburn Podcast. Be on the lookout for a new episode coming your way soon. We hope you have a great weekend, and we'll talk with you soon. Cheers.